In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. So I'm trying something a little new this morning. I'm using my headset because some folks said last Sunday you couldn't hear me with the mic. So I'm going to try this out. Let me know afterwards if it works. For we are God's servants working together, and you are God's field, God's building. Paul is teaching the people of Carnath how to be community and reminding them and us that we all belong to Christ. The Corinthians were a haughty bunch filled with spiritual pride. There was strife and jealousy among the people that pit them against one another. Paul emphasized that technical skills or knowledge from certain teachers were not the primary qualifications for knowing and understanding God. Rather, the primary qualification is to be a certain kind of spirit-formed person living a life that looks like Jesus. That's a pretty tall order for those early Christians as well as for us. He taught we need to be first like Christ-like in order to read and understand the Bible rightly. God is the one who forms disciples. We just heard in Paul's letter, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. I wonder what that means for us in our time. We have all sorts of theologians who have come through time, each offering a teaching that reaches certain people, and some speak to us more loudly or deeply than others. One of my mentors writes about Irenaeus of Lyon, teaching believers, and I quote, to take refuge in the church, to drink milk at her breast, to be fed with the scriptures of the Lord. And Irenaeus went on to say that the church has been planted in the world as a paradise. Planted in the world as a paradise. Think about that. Does it feel like the church has been planted in the world as a paradise, especially considering the challenges of the church and the heartaches today in our world? I mean, just this week we know of the horrible earthquakes in Turkey and Syria. Some 28,000 people have lost their lives, and somewhere in the neighborhood of 5 million people are without their homes. Not unlike the Corinthians, We've had our own divisions in the church, in the wider Christian faith and in our own tradition as Anglicans. As Episcopalians, we're part of the Anglican communion, the wider Anglican communion, which has enormous and wonderful diversity. It's all over the world. As Anglicans, we don't agree on everything. You probably know this. This week, we, you may have read that the Church of England has just voted to allow the blessing of same-gender couples while marriage is, not, is still not allowable. Even though same-gender marriage is legal in England, the church still does not allow it. This sadly rings familiar to our past struggles in the Episcopal Church in this country. We all know on some level that all belong to Christ. Henry Nouwen was a beloved professor at Yale Divinity School 
Unfortunately, he was before my time there, so I didn't have the opportunity to, to study with him. Decent author, priest, theologian. The last 11 years of his life were spent at a community called the Larch Community, a community of intellectually and develop, developmentally challenged folks and their assistants. Larch is a community that continues to transform lives and model a more human society where every life is of equal value. Now, had lived in the community in France and in Toronto in the last years of his life. These communities strive to live the gospel faithfully and simply. You can Google Henry now and to hear some of his sermons on what it means to be God's beloved, something he discovered profoundly as he served in the Larch community. Here you have a university professor, extraordinarily uh, gifted intellectually, theologian, author of many books, who experienced a life-changing journey from his head to his heart. Now, one has written much about the large community and what the people there taught him. He tells the story of a young man named Adam, who at the time was 24 years old, unable to speak, unable to dress himself. Now, one was very vulnerable in talking about his fears when he began to work with this young man. Here are Nowen's words as he reflected about his time with Adam. He says, somehow I started to realize that this poor, broken man was the place where God was speaking to me in a whole new way. Gradually, I discovered real affection in myself. And I thought that Adam and I belonged together. And that was so important. I want you to understand a little better what happened between Adam and me. Maybe I can say it very simply. Adam taught me a lot about God's love in a very concrete way. So now when talks about how he experienced God's love in the flesh, in a sense now when shows us profoundly how to live into Paul's teaching. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. For we are God's servants working together. You are God's field, God's building. God invites us to partner with God to work together. I believe that Paul still speaks to us to pay attention to the way we live our lives, to strive to live a life that looks like Jesus, <clears throat> that continues to be a tall order, as I said in the beginning. And yet together we learn how to be disciples of Christ, searching for the teachers that speak to us, paying attention to the experiences where we see God at work and experience God at work, sharing our lives with one another, Paul invites us to also think about how we work toward a particular way of life in community, a beloved community, knowing that we are all God's children and are all loved beyond measure. Edwina Gately is a poet, a theologian, artist, writer, lay minister, modern day mystic and prophet. 
And she has a poem called, Let Your God Love You. I offer her poem as a closing prayer, reminding us of the love that surrounds us as individuals and as a community of faith. Let us pray. Be silent, be still, alone, empty before your God. Say nothing, ask nothing, be silent, be still. Let your God look upon you, that is all. God knows, God understands, God loves you with an enormous love and only wants to look upon you with that love. Quiet, still, be. Let your God love you. Amen.